This is a Soulfire production. Fuck it, let's go. We're going there today, ladies. And maybe a few men. Are there any guys left listening to this show? <laughs> if you are a gentleman listening to this show, please let me know. It would make me really happy that guys stuck around. I have a lot of male followers from my previous life. As a sports television host, for those of you who don't know, I used to be the host for the Lakers and the Dodgers. And I had an almost all-male following. I've worked very hard to get that a little more even. I think I'm 60-40 men to women now on social media. Um, the show has always been predominantly women, but there have been really amazing men who listen to the show and message me. And a lot of them listen to help support their partners um, and their daughters. It is a really beautiful experience. So that is a complete tangent, but I was just thinking about that. There's actually some amazing men out there. So you're a dude. Holla. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you. The naked mama for men. Um, Fuck it. Let's go. I thought about recording this episode yesterday because it's kind of my mantra at this point. I've done a lot of shows and episodes around the fear of the unknown, the what if, the discomfort that we are in when we take a step outside of the box, when we get curious about what else is possible, um, when we do anything that we're just not sure how it's going to go. The funny thing is, we don't know how anything's going to go. You could live in the box with the bow on top that I so often talk about and reference. And then you could walk in the street and get hit by a bus. Like you, you just literally don't know. But we think that if we stay inside of these same routines and the same choices, that we'll have control over the result. That it helps us feel more in control. And that's more comfortable. And so we just keep doing the same shit. And I'm here to tell you, the unknown is awesome. It's overwhelming. In the beginning, as you start playing with it, because it's different. And for those of us who have been perfectionists and control freaks in our lives, different is not awesome. <laughs> different sucks. <laughs> different is like the monster under your bed that you are constantly terrified of. Different is probably what you need. To throw a wrench in the plans, to flip shit upside down, to say, fuck it, let's go. What happens, happens. This is still a daily practice for me. I don't talk about stuff on this show and act like I have it all figured out. I did this and now I'm amazing. <laughs> I actually don't have it all figured out. I am not. I am amazing. I think I'm awesome. You are awesome and you are also amazing. I'm not perfect though. 
No one is perfect. Perfect doesn't exist. Um, and I'm always a work in progress, right? And this is one of the biggest challenges and lessons of my life. This is part of why I believe I reincarnated to come back and really practice this and embody it. Y'all know I love to embody. <laughs> if you don't get the inside joke, don't worry about it. Um, but it is so important to me to not only embody this practice, to really live it, but to also share it with you. We get so stuck in the fear of the unknown. And I was talking to Connor about this the other day. Um, we haven't had other sexual partners in quite a long time. I was going through IVF. We tried some things. It didn't go well. I didn't feel stable or safe in my body and my experience to pursue that. And the experiences that we had had over the last year and a half uh, weren't super positive and didn't make me feel good. And so coming out of having a baby and coming back into my sexual self, sexual Kelly 2.0 mom version um, with lopsided boobs and a different looking body and breastfeeding and <laughs> tired as fuck. <laughs> The idea of dipping back into non-monogamy and what that looks like for us has felt really scary and very unknown. Like, am I a loose cannon? How am I going to respond? Is it going to go really poorly? What about, you know, obviously we have a child now. What if she needs me? Um what if this person isn't cool? Like, what if they don't get it? All these things. And we had a situation the other day where we were having someone over and we had a lot of talks about it and it felt really good and it felt really clear. But I also told Connor, I'm just, I'm scared of the unknown. I'm scared of, there's a lot of variables here that I've never dealt with mostly the I have a child part, right? And I just sat with it and I let myself be uncomfortable because I wanted to pursue this situation because I was very clear that I was uncomfortable, not that I was unsafe. I knew and know that I'm safe, that my husband and I have an amazing foundation. Our relationship has never been better. Our communication is incredible. Everything's really good. It's there's some unknowns with some new variables that I've never experienced before. And so I chose to continue to pursue this experience while sitting in my discomfort and allowing it to be okay. And I checked in with myself. Is this something you want to do? Yes, that was clear. Do you feel safe? Yes. Do you feel honored and respected by your husband in this situation? Definitely. Yes. Okay. I have all of those pieces. I really want to do this thing. I'm a little fucking scared. That's it. That's okay. End up having this experience and it was magical. And it was so 
fulfilling and so beautiful and so organic and easy. And a lot of my fears around what would this be like and how I'd respond just never even came up. I was so present. I was so in my pleasure. And it felt incredible. And I'm sharing that with you because it is so profound to experience what it is like when we really lean into the unknown. When we allow ourselves to explore through and with the discomfort. When we are doing something that feels aligned and true to us, that also is uncomfortable, that also elicits many emotions that we can sit with and allow and then still move towards that thing. This can go for anything. That's just the most recent example I could think of to share with you. I do uncomfortable things every day. Every goddamn day, I allow myself to be uncomfortable, to sit with it and to move with it. I feel brave in making that choice for myself. And I have that reflected back to me in my relationships, in my work, and in your responses to the way I show up. And it's not a, oh, look at me. I'm doing an amazing job. Just give me a pat on the back. It's not what I'm saying. I feel that I'm doing a great job for me and what makes me feel good and powerful and aligned in my life and really expanded and expressed. That is why I do what I do. And I share it with you as an example of what's possible because I don't think there are enough examples in the world of women being in their discomfort and still going after what they want. Too often, we allow our discomfort and our fear to hold us hostage in our lives. So we don't ever get to experience the biggest, best, brightest version of ourselves, all the pleasure, all the joy, all the success, all the money, all the things, whatever you want. We let fear hold us back because if we make a new choice and we move forward, but it's different then what's going to happen. Then I feel out of control and I don't like that. That makes me want to spiral. And then we justify just staying in our fear. You don't have to be a prisoner of your fear and your discomfort. Discomfort is not bad. Discomfort is not bad. If you need that as your mantra, please God steal it. It's not bad. It's a sign. It tells us things. It shows us where we have the capacity to grow, to say no, to say yes. It can be a guide. It doesn't have to keep you where you are, though. But we let it because we think discomfort equals bad. That means no. I don't agree. I don't agree. Sometimes. So I had this kind of conversation with Connor, I don't know, maybe a year ago, two years ago, whatever. And it really opened my eyes. I think it was last year. 
It was about the whole concept of a full body yes and a full body no. Sometimes we get mixed signals. (laughs) And we think that if we're not a yes, we're not checking yes on every single thing, that it's not a yes, that it's a no. And I disagree. And he brought this to my attention about why he disagrees. And I really listened to him and I was like, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. And that actually really speaks to my experience. And no one has ever put that to words. Thank you, husband. I love you. We think that a full body fuck yes means it has to feel good. It has to feel expansive. It has to feel like a yes in every single way. There's no discomfort. It's all the good. It's all the mm, let's go free. High vibe. Good energy. And a no is like, absolutely not. That is horrible. I hate it. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. What if it's both? (laughs) I'll go back to the example I was just giving. I'm coming into a new version of my body. I'm learning my new body. I'm learning where I am sexually, where my desires now, where my hormones, where am I being led? What feels good to me? What doesn't? I was a yes in so many ways, but I was kind of a no slash maybe in the variables and the unknown and the discomfort. So I could have easily been like, well, that's not all a yes. So that's a no for me. And then I would have missed out on a really magical experience that actually turned out to be like the best I've ever had in terms of feeling really present and not stressed out and afterwards not freaking out or feeling like something's wrong or questioning myself. It's the most flow I've ever experienced. It's the most present I've ever been. It's, it was the most fun I've had in that scenario. But I could have said no and I would have missed out on that. And that was so opening for me in every way. And it was healing healing on a deep fucking level to be held and seen by a woman postpartum in a body that is still recovering and becoming its new self. And to be in pleasure with my husband in new ways and to laugh with him and bring such play and fun into our relationship. And those are deep, deep, important core values for us. And having the ability to access that was profound. But I could have said no to that. And that would have been fine. But I did that a lot in my life. I said no to a lot of things because of the unknown. And I feel like I was taught to live like that from a very young age. To always have control. Always be in control. And I feel like a lot of us are that way and taught to be like that as young girls. And I'm here to tell you that there's a different way of being. If it's a no for you, it's a no. That's totally fine. I'm not telling you to like betray yourself and do something you don't want to do. I'm telling you to ask yourself better questions to decide and come to a conclusion. Is this actually a no for me or am I just nervous? Connor made a point the other night when I was telling him, I'm just like nervous, the variables, the unknown, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you always get nervous before something really good happens. It's like, oh, true. 
so true. I'm nervous. It's fine to be nervous. It's not wrong. It doesn't mean that thing is wrong or bad. I'm just nervous. It's new. It's different. But we make it bad. How can we stop making it bad? I'm not talking about ignoring serious red flags that put you in harm and danger. I'm saying when you feel discomfort about trying something new, sit with it and move with it and see what comes up for you because you might be holding yourself back from one of the most amazing experiences of your life, from accessing parts of you that have been buried and hidden for so long. Watch the way you stand in your way. Watch the way your fear drives you and dictates your every decision. If you follow me on Instagram, which I'm guessing most of you do, that's how you find out about the freaking show. Um, I have been sharing my new favorite concoction and I actually, <laughs> I just got off the phone. I was on a sponsorship call with Will over at Organifi. Oh, Will, he's adorable. I love him. And we were talking about all of our different concoctions we make and all the different things we blend. Um, he drinks Harmony, which I gave him a really hard time for because I was like, does that help your PMS symptoms? Well, <laughs> and I told him I was going to tell you all about it. And I don't think he believed me. So throwing him under the bus or right here on the show. Um, but we were just talking about all the different blends and how cool it is. And I said, you know, my new favorite concoction. And he was like, oh, I already know what it is. You're on a red juice kick and I see you working out with it and you're drinking it all day, every day. I'm like, yeah, the red juice with the grapefruit element that is back in motherfucking season. Thank you very much. Um, with a squeeze of lemon in there. It is my jam. It is my absolute jam. And I was trying to tell Sam, our COO, I was like, Sam, you've got to blend them. And yes, it is salty. I love the saltiness though. And my body needs it so badly. And blending the two together is... I can't even tell you. It's so good. Get the grapefruit element. When you order element, you're going to also get a free gift, which is a box of a bunch of different flavors. So you get a free box of sample packs with every order you make. So do that. And then make sure that you get Organifi Red and also throw in a magnesium order in there because your muscles will feel so much better. You will sleep better. The tightness will be released. If you're having any postpartum issues with your teeth and hair, magnesium is very important. The red juice also has all the antioxidants and all of the blood supporting properties that are so good for you. The mushrooms, all the things. It's just, it's like happiness in a fucking powder. Um, and it tastes so good. Get those, mix them, take your magnesium pill with it. I swear to God, you guys, this is my life hack. I'm a biohacker now. I'm a biohacker. Do it. You will not regret it. It is so good. The links, the discounts are in the show notes. Use the code Kelly Moore when you go to Organifi.com slash Kelly Moore. You'll get 20% off an element. You will get a free gift with your purchase. That link is in the show notes. We also do this thing where we believe we're not enough. And when we believe we're not enough, no matter what we do, it's never going to be enough. That's the story we tell ourselves. So then we paralyze ourselves and we don't move. We say, well, I'm not going to be good at that, so I might as well not do it at all. 
Okay. <laughs> Let's not do that anymore. Let go of the story that you're not enough and that what you do is never enough because you're the only person deciding that. And if you have people in your life that tell you you're not enough, go tell them to fuck the fuck off. Yeah. Do that. Let me know how that goes. Very curious. But for real. No one gets to tell you that you are not enough, that what you do is not enough. And we do not paralyze ourselves and keep ourselves stuck because we believe that no matter what we do, it's never going to be enough. No, we know that we are worthy and enough, more than enough as we are. And that the more we show up genuine in our lives and for ourselves and trust ourselves and go after what we want, it will exceed all expectations and dreams we ever had for ourselves. Your fear of not being good enough is holding you hostage in your life. You want to start that business? You want to be in that relationship? You want to move to Australia? You want to burn it all down? Go after it. Don't talk yourself out of it because it's not going to be good enough. It's not going to look the way she made it look. You don't have to have it look the way anyone else does it. It's your life. It's your opportunity. You get to have that. And it's more than enough because you know it's more than enough. You choose it. It's yours. You say that. No one else says that. It's enough for you. It fulfills you. It brings you joy. It brings you pleasure. It brings you happiness. That's what matters. This idea of enough and success and all these definitions of things that other people have given us. Who cares? Who cares? It's not for anyone else but ourselves. We get that. No one else has to live your life. It doesn't have to be perfect to move either. We think we have to have like the perfect sales page or the perfect landing whatever or the website or the Instagram or the photo or the thing. My last masterclass, I didn't even make a landing page for. I just had a freaking buy button. And it was one of the dopest things I've ever fucking done. Glow the fuck up was wow. Just wow. And I didn't need a landing page. It felt so good and so fun and so free. You get to be messy and authentic and move. Some of the women inside of the Love Her Collective have been saying, I want to be fierce and I want to have more fun and I want to embody that. And <sighs> fierceness, having fun, being playful, it's all a choice. When we unstuck ourselves, unstick, unstuck, when you do that thing and you pull yourself out of your own bullshit narratives and you say, fuck it, let's go. You become fierce. 
you have more fun. You become a more playful version of you because you're not worried about all the stuff and the things and the voices and the expectations and all the things that we let guide us and hold us back. You get out of your own way. It's a choice. It's a choice to allow yourself to have fun and be playful. Part of my intention in this part and chapter of my life is to infuse more fun into it. I had this amazing experience the other day. I feel like I'm really giving Connor a lot of props in this episode. I should definitely tell him afterwards. (laughs) Make him feel good. A little boost for his ego. But he did this awesome thing. I was having a little bit of a stressful day and he could tell because I... I get a little closed off and I'm not as playful and fun and I get more serious and I have a Ford Bronco and it has a top that you can take off and I have never taken it off because I got it right before I had row and it's been snowing and raining here. And so he literally walked outside. I was about to go run errands and he walked outside and he pulled the top off my car and he was like, I feel like you need to have this today. And I had the best afternoon. Oh my God, it was so fun. And I told him that my intention, I was like, I really want to have more fun. I want to have more fun when we have sex. I want to be more playful with you. I want to like dance in the kitchen when we're making dinner and play with Ro and just like do more fun things. I want to infuse that into our lives. And I want to do that with Soulfire. I want to have fun selling. I want to have fun doing all the things. And He really took it upon himself to help me do that. And I had the best afternoon and I was running fucking errands. I was grocery shopping and going to the post office and just doing random stuff. And I took Dutch, our older dog with me, who's my BFF you've seen on Instagram. He's going to be 12 next week. He loves going everywhere with me. He's my little shadow. And we got in the car and he had the best time too. He was just loving the wind in his hair and we were rocking out. We were scream singing. Um, People were driving by me just laughing at me and I thought it was hilarious. I had the best fucking time. I let myself have fun and I shifted with the help of my amazing husband from a day that was more serious and more intense and a little stressful into just freedom and fun and like perspective. It brought me back into my body. And I was like, wow, I really don't need to be worrying about all this thing. These things, everything will work itself out. Where can you infuse more fun in your life intentionally? Where can you redirect yourself on a day where it feels heavy, it feels intense, and you just have a dance party or you take a bath? Like, What is it that feels fun for you? Sometimes taking a bath is really fun to me. Maybe masturbate in the bath. Maybe just masturbate all the time. <laughs> Get a womanizer. Selfish, 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 selfless, selfish. I don't even work with them. Get a womanizer. <laughs> Get it. It's so good. The I don't know what to do stories. I wrote this. The I don't know what to do stories are so 90s. They are so 90s. Well, what are you even doing? I don't know what to do. Okay. Yes, you do. If you do all the things that I was just talking about, you will 100% tap into your knowing of what to do and how you want to show up and how you make choices. We use this as a goddamn cop-out. Sometimes it takes us a little longer to get to our answer, 
I'm a manifester. I know what to do immediately. My husband's a projector. My whole team is projectors. They take longer to come to their conclusions. That's fine. It doesn't mean they don't know what to do. It means their self-discovery of finding the answer looks different than mine. I am like a, yes, I know. Got it. And they're like a maybe a couple day process. And then they're clear. But you know, quit using I don't know what to do to keep you from moving. Quit using that as your excuse. Fuck it. Let's go. I wonder if you're hearing this thunder right now. It is absolutely insane. Um, I created and am creating the most amazing thing. I had the most full-on epic vision the other day that made my whole body melt. It's insane. I've never created something like this before. It's like the masterclasses and my one-on-one work just did a ton of mushrooms and had a lot of different life experiences and created a space and a program and an experience that will blow your mind, knock your socks off, fuck you in the ass. Like it is so good. It's so good. This space is for us to fully lean into our feminine flow while also cultivating massive strategy in our lives. I've had so many people come to me. I do a lot of strategy work within Soulfire and it's all not all business related because it's all business and personal, but it's focused on your podcast first and foremost. And then it trickles down into every part of your life and business. And I've had so many people come to me and say, I wish you did this for my life. I wish you brought me strategy and clarity and flow and the feminine touch of being seen and held while also kicking my ass and helping me curate and create strategy and foundation in my life so that I can have everything I want. And I was like, hmm, got you. This is a place to dream big, be in deep self-trust, create success on your terms and go after what you want in ways that feel really delicious, divine, and guided by your knowing. I have never done anything like this. And I honestly, I've never seen anyone create something like this. It's an offer that is so fucking aligned and juicy. I literally want to sign up for my own thing. (laughs) I was like, oh, how can I sign up for this? But I can't. But I kind of am because I'm the one leading it. It's going to be magical. Okay, that's all I'm telling you because I'm teasing this. I'm just being a little tease. If you want to get on the wait list, I'm not going to let everyone inside of this. It is first come, first serve. I haven't decided how many people yet. I'm playing with the idea of 50, but we'll see. So if you want to get on the wait list, be the first to find out when it is dropping and what it entails and all the things. It is going to be epic. And I will say this, it is going to be very fucking affordable because I want this to reach as many amazing women as possible. And it will move you. It will move you. Get on the wait list. Uh, Go into the show notes. The link for the wait list is there. Let me know if you have questions, but I'm so excited. And the thunder rolls as I'm talking about it too, which is just fucking divine from the earth mother confirmation. Thank you so much. (sighs) Fuck it. Let's go. Get out of your own way. 
understand and know your worth. It's okay to be nervous and uncomfortable. The unknown is not as scary as you think. It's always enough. You decide it's enough. Fierceness and having fun is a choice. And guess what? I don't know what to do is not an excuse for you anymore. Get on the wait list. Get on the goddamn wait list. You're gonna love it. Bye.